Tis I, I am back. Um, damn, man, I apologize. That was that was quite a uh, hiatus, huh? Uh, the last episode, I I mentioned I was going on a a fishing excursion, and uh, that's exactly what happened. We went fishing. I left Thursday, I think, and we got back Sunday. Oh, holy shit! What a shit show. So. Do- <laughs> You guys know, like, when you leave for the airport and there's always that feeling in the back of your mind, like, oh, shit, I forgot something. I forgot my wallet. Maybe I forgot my ID. I forget my money, my glasses, my kids, my dignity. That happened to me. This never happened to me before, but <laughs> it, it actually happened to me. So the uh, what the agenda was, Thursday... I left my house to head over to my cousin's house who lives 30 minutes away. I brought everything. Everything was there. Okay. Got my fishing backpack, got my clothes and uh, vitamins, nutrition stuff. Like everything outside of fishing was in my second backpack. And I brought that. That was in my car. Um, A third bag with like food and protein shakes, stuff like that. And, um, and then my fishing pole. So everything was loaded up into my car, and I drove to his house. We get we get to his house, we being me. I, I sound like I'm French. I, I get to his house. I pull up, and he starts helping me, like, load my stuff into his car. So he's, like, grabbing stuff out of my car, putting it into his car. And I'm not used to that. I'm used to doing it all myself, I guess. And this is where... <laughs> This is where the confusion comes into play. So I see him with the backpack and he puts it in his car. I bring my fishing pole and my other little bag uh, with the food in it. So I think we're all set to go. Put it in his car. We say goodbye. I'm like, all right, do I have everything? I, I literally said this out loud. Do I ha- have everything? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got everything. Let's just take a second. Let me think. Okay. Yeah, we got it. We can go hit the road. So he starts driving. And um, it's a three-hour drive. It's a nice drive, dude. So in Chica- a little short story. In Chicago, if you go east, like you immediately hit traffic and highways and just bumper to bumper. It's ridiculous. Hate going east. Hate going toward Indiana, Michigan, Ohio. Absolutely hate it. If you go left, if you make a left and go west, you are in country roads all the way to Wisconsin, all the way there. It's incredible. Um, but we, we made the three-hour drive out west, so country roads, a nice ride, and we arrive at our destination. <sighs> We're bringing in all the stuff, so we have like a cooler, a grill, uh, beer, the fishing stuff. And we were like picking rooms because there's three rooms. I'm like, what room do you want? He's like, I don't give a shit. So I go and put my bag in the room that I claimed. And it was my fishing bag. So I set it there. I go back to his car and the car is empty. <laughs> I'm like, dude, did you bring in another backpack? He's like, no. No, I did not. And um, it was at that moment I texted his dad. and told him to go look in my back seat 
for a backpack. And sure enough, he did. And my backpack that was holding all of my supplements, all of my clothes, every single last pair of garments were in that backpack. And I spent like an hour in preparation because when you go fishing, you need to be protected. Can't be wearing the same underwear, the same pants, the same shirt. You're going to get messy out there. So I forgot that. I literally forgot my luggage at my house and took a three-hour plane flight, you know? Like, it's back at my destination. That was that was an analogy. You know, I didn't actually take a plane. We drove a car. But three hours, nonetheless. You can't just, like, turn around and go get that. He was kind enough. He's like, oh, man, after we go fishing tomorrow, I'll uh, I'll drive us back and we can get the backpack. I'm like, no. No, I'm wearing... I'm wearing this blue shirt, these soggy ass sweatpants, and these underwear for three days. Three days of fishing. There's a washing machine and a dryer, but I, I never use those. Um, full honesty on this channel. I've never done that in my life, dude. Um, other than that, the uh, the trip went pretty good. We caught four fish in how long? In twelve hours. Pretty horrible. <laughs> Uh, got sunburned on my lips. Uh, my cousin got it all over his face pretty bad. Um, looked like um, the uh, the previous team, the Redskins. And I don't know if I'm allowed to say that or not, but that was a football team for like some 60 years. So I'm going to go ahead and say it. He looked uh, Native American, like a Redskin. I mean, his skin was red. What else do you want me to say? It is what it is. He got sunburned. And my lips were real bad. And if you're watching the video, you can probably see it. Probably think that I'm uh, mutating. I am not. That is just some nasty sunburn. And it looks like I have herpes on my lip. So. Um, okay, so we got back Sunday. And uh, Monday, I was, just, I was just too cash, man. Being outside on a boat for that long, it's too much. I, I was exhausted. I wanted to... Uh, you know, just lounge around, I guess, and put on some new clothes, take a shower, which I did. So I didn't podcast. Uh, yesterday, Tuesday, I had a hockey game. We usually have hockey on Fridays, but there's a uh, an event that's going on, a tournament this Friday that we're entered in, and it's uh, Pucks for Autism. We do it every end of June. And so we moved our game to Tuesday. So yesterday, I couldn't podcast because I had a hockey game. Today, I can't podcast at night, so that's why I'm podcasting right now in the afternoon because I have softball from 8.30 to probably like 11. So just busy, busy, busy on the grind. So I wanted to get on here and, uh, you know, let everyone know that I'm back and I'm okay if anyone was, was wondering. Um, made it through the uh the trip without any scratches. The boat was a was a piece of shit, but it was it was reliable. It was old blue. Uh it was called the the Eagle. And uh this man had to have crafted that using tree bark and plywood. Uh you know, some nails, screws, I don't know, tape, WD forty I'd imagine, and probably some lube lubrication that you can purchase on Amazon. This podcast is not sponsored by Trojan or any other lube companies. Not yet. Just wanted to throw that out there. Um, okay. So now that we're all up to date, uh, thank you guys for listening and being here as usual. Uh, love you guys. 
love the uh the retention we'll see when i post this if if all you guys abandoned this podcast and i don't blame you if you did but if you're a real one and you're still here thank you so much um i love the support uh you make the show so thank you i wrote down some questions uh that's why it's called the curiosity chamber i have some questions that i'm just gonna i'm gonna read off i wrote it on my phone and uh we'll see where it goes from there it's it's pretty uh I don't know. It'll get you thinking, I think. Let me take a swig of this water here. It's not vodka, I promise. <clears throat> Should we get started? Let's get started. Okay. Would you sacrifice having a mother, a father? Would you sacrifice the feeling of love, jealousy, motivation, art, self-expression, self-identity, if it meant complete world peace, a stable world where people are created in a lab for specific jobs and are specifically conditioned throughout their entire life to act a certain way. There's no sickness. There's no more wars. There's no ego, no fearing of death. You actually embrace death. Like you're put on earth to do a specific job and live in unity, okay? And everyone works their shifts, and when the shift is up, you're given a prescription pill. We'll call it joy. And that basically causes amnesia, but it puts you in this complete euphoric state. So it's a dosed-up society, but it's intended for good and stability. So there's no, there's no scientific advancements. There's no social media uh, there's no OnlyFans. There's just no uncertainty. I mean, so let, let's, for example, like what we have today, but just take out a few things. Like that's how advanced this this culture is, okay? So it, it's pretty advanced, but just we cut out all the bullshit that that makes you pretty much an individual, I guess. And now instead of being this this bona fide, you know, um, vehicle of ego, you're working as a team. You have a specific job to do, right? And no one looks down on each other for the job that they do. And what comes with that is what I alluded to earlier. There's no wars. There's no sickness. You were genetically created in a lab. So, Everything is like measured out. Your DNA is running specifically for the job that you're going to have. Let's say, for example, if you're like a, an elevator, I don't know, an elevator doorman. I don't know what they're called. An elevatorist. And all you do is push buttons. Like the creation in the lab is obviously going to be a, is, is going to be for a, a non-intellect, you know, pretty much just like a grunt. So they're going to be dumb. They're going to be, you know, uh, kind, um, can understand orders, um, but they won't think out of the box. You know what I mean? All they're doing is pushing buttons. So that's their life. That's why they were created for that position. Um, and then on the complete opposite spectrum you have like these alphas who are designed specifically 
for, you know, management and, um, you know, leading groups and teaching. So they're designed specifically for that role. Okay. Everyone is a part of the machine. Would you give up everything that makes you an individual to live in that society if it meant no more sickness, no more wars, no more chaos, no more fights, no more disputes? I mean, there's not going to be any art. Um, there's music, but it's, it's, it's without passion. I guess it's just music, like background music. Um, no movies. You know, what does that world look like? Would you be for that? And like, we have to think about it. If you're created to do a certain role, and if you are, if you're genetically engineered, like you don't know the difference. You don't know what life could be. You don't know what life was. You know, you don't know that heartbreak exists. You don't know that love exists. It's an interesting question because there's so much shit going on in the world. There's such that giant divide, right? And it, I don't know if it's being orchestrated by the, um, by the elite to keep us divided, but we're doing a really good job of showing that we're not capable, you know? Who gives a fuck about all of our differences? I say that, but it looks like the majority of people do. But then again, I don't know, man, because there's so much fucking propaganda that's just fueling the way you think. I don't know what's real anymore. I don't know what's what's true in a in a in a culture, in a world really, where it's everything is clickbait. You read the headlines and it makes someone look like a, a, a complete buffoon. And you you cast judgment right away based upon the the clickbait headline that you read. When in fact that's probably not the case at all. But we're everyone's so fucking busy and so consumed that we don't even do the research on who this person actually is or what's actually going on. I think there's a lot to to consider. I don't know, man. I would love to hear your answer to that question, thecuriositychamber at gmail.com or 847-219-2714. TikTok, you can hit me up on Instagram, YouTube, whatever. I'll post, I'll post a couple snippets of this. Uh, leave a comment, direct message me. It's an interesting question, man. I, I really want to know because I, I don't have the answer. I mean... A world that without war, a world without judgment, but there's there's complete sacrifices because you don't have a mother, you don't have a father, you know, you don't have brothers, sisters, loved ones. That's like an ultimate sacrifice, but for like for happiness, I guess. 
interesting i don't know yeah let me know what you think um but i i also guess this like this directly coincides with the massive class separation sorry i'm grabbing my water there's a giant class separation right now if you haven't noticed like okay if you had the 1% on a pretty big island and it has resources, right? But they were in charge of, of creating a civilization, I guess, from scratch. Everything they need is there to, to create a booming economy and civilization. Everything is on this island. It's a big island. But you put like like let's say 20,000 alphas, okay? 20,000 of like the 1%, you know, the leaders, the people that do the bossing around and tell you what to do. What what do you think that that island looks like in three months? You think anything gets done? Hell no, nothing gets done. No, because once, let's say hypothetically, if people, if a, a few of those 1%ers started like, doing some lifting and trying to put, put shit together. Like they would automatically feel like, why am I doing this? Why am I doing this? I shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing this because they're so used to, to commanding and ordering people. This isn't their job. How come, how come uh, Beverly over there isn't doing this? No, fuck that. No. And they go on strike. There would be war. There would be chaos. So in, in like, certain ways like the lower class and middle class are superior because they would come together and they would they would make that shit work you know we we do a much better job of not mm, not letting our ego get in the way i suppose when it comes to that when, when it comes to doing a job like that, like a, a labor-intensive job, like the startup jobs. Like, why am, I, why, do I, why am I better than you? I don't think that. Let's, let's work together and get this shit going and get this shit moving. We know what we got to do. Yeah, so, I mean, like, with... with with the class separation, it's going to collapse if it keeps going. You can't have all lower class and then all upper class. You can't. You cannot. It's going to get too top heavy. No one's going to want to do the hard shit that it takes to create an economy, to create a thriving society. That 1% ain't going to do shit. They're, they're used to just like pulling out their wallets. I'm sure there's a few. I'm sure there's a, a few adjacent to what I'm saying, but for the most part, that's how it is. Like you're born into money. You're born into just like kind of having this, you know, silver spoon lodged up your asshole. It's not their fault, dude. It's like, I mean, uh, fuck. At a certain point, I guess, but they're so conditioned. If you're born into money, I'm talking billions. I'm not talking about like millions. I'm talking about billions. Like your grandkids, grandkids, grandkids are set for life. Billions. If you're born into that, A, that's not your fault. That's just the luck of the draw. 
You don't get to choose what family you're born into. And B, you are so conditioned to living a certain way that it's impossible for you to see another way of living. Impossible. You're never worried that you're going to run out of money and you know, you're not worried if you get laid off of your job that you got to hustle and apply to new jobs to try and find work to get money to feed your family or your bills, whatever it may be. There's something beautiful to that though. There's something beautiful to that, to not having a safety net because not having that safety net, I believe causes people to show their true potential, I guess. And it can go either way, man. Like your true potential, like it's not always good. Your true potential could be like you're deflated. You got beat up and, you know, I guess you're just, you've been beat up too much. You're you're not, you're not as strong as you thought you were and you collapsed and that's the end of it, you know? But in other cases, if you lose a job or you lose a loved one, like that sets a fire under your ass and you, you do things that you never even thought possible. You never imagined that you could have done it, but something has to happen. And those uh, beneficiaries of the the 1%, the billionaires will never get to experience that because there's always a safety net. And maybe they'll never know what they're truly capable of because they were always just handed something to them. Always. I don't know. It's the curiosity chamber, man. It's just just weird questions, right? Just uh, hypotheticals there. So I'm back, baby. I'm back. I appreciate you guys. Thanks for listening. Uh, hope you all have a good work week. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll get these podcasts back on the regular. All right? Hope you guys have a wonderful week. Peace out. Bye-bye.